in a lot of uh, older Irish homes, there was this phenomenon known as the good room or the sitting room. And this room was amazing because all the best of stuff went into the sitting room. It had the best couches. It had the matching couches and curtains. It had very nice plush carpet. Uh, that's where all the china would be kept in little display units. You know what I mean? For all the china, it's very good. All the little doilies then on the top of the sofa and the matching armchairs and the little coffee table in the middle. And basically, wonderful and all as it was, nobody ever went in there. It was never used. All the best of stuff went in there, but no one, especially the children, were ever allowed in there. Uh, we had one at home. Uh, it's, it's, not really, it's actually quite a big room, too, which we only saw on Christmas Day. Uh, I think it was otherwise mainly under lock and key. In that room, though, remember we had um, it was about a yay big uh, kind of a turkey. It, was, uh, it wasn't really. It was a, a, a timber a timber kind of a thing, but what it was, was, it was a turkey for holding knives, right? So the head was a, when you pulled it out, it, was, it had a kind of a fork thing on it, and then the wings were like for, for carving, for carving turkey, I guess. So, you know, you had, when you pull out the wings, then one of the wings was a knife, so that the wing was, was the handle, you know how it works? So the <laughs> <laughs> you, pu you pull out the, the wing and, and, and then the, the, the blade or the fork or the, the knife is at the end of it. And then all the, 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 the feathers along here, each one of those was a steak knife. Yeah? Now, as kids, we loved this yoke. It was absolutely fantastic. Because, like, you, you, we brought the, So we, we'd get this when, when Mom wasn't looking, and, like, we'd bring it outside and use it for making silage with, the, you know, the grass from the lawn cutting. So we'd be chopping up stuff and then, you know... Uh, and then... As we got a small bit older and we were allowed into the good room, the china there, like the, the, the china that was never used for anything, it was great actually for something. As, as a farmer, it was very, very useful because the, the gravy bowl, for example, if ever you found a, like a loose button, a button that fell off something, well, you just pop it into the gravy bowl. Or, or you know, when you're, you're, you have to put your clothes into the wash and you realize you have a couple of screws and a couple of rusty nails in your pockets and you can't put that into So empty your pockets, put them into the gravy bowl. Uh, and, uh, or you find random keys random keys around that, into the gravy bowl, into the gravy bowl. And so, the point I'm trying to make is that as kids, we may not have had sufficient appreciation for good things. You know, we might have seen this uh, nice steak or chicken turkey carving kit thing, and for us it was just a toy. Uh, we might have seen nice china, and for us it was just a place to leave rusty nails. In our gospel today, the Lord is, uh, he says, he uses an expression which is quite strong. He says, do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls in front of pigs. Now, that sounds really harsh. But what the Lord is saying is that there are certain things which are holy and which deserve reverence. They deserve reverence. The problem here isn't that we have things that deserve reverence. So the, the, basically the solution isn't. If we didn't have things that deserved reverence, then there wouldn't be a problem. Then nobody would be offended, right? So if we got rid of the Eucharist, then no one would be offended because everyone could come to Mass and receive whatever bread we hand out. And then no one would be offended. It would be great. So the problem then, obviously, is that we have sacred things. If we didn't have sacred things, then there'd be no problem. Wrong solution. We're supposed to. We should have things that deserve reverence and respect. 
in your family, in every marriage, for example, the wedding ring will be treated with a particular kind of respect. Uh, you can imagine even, even in sporting circles, you can imagine like someone walking around with the Liam McCarthy Cup, right? This, this cup with so many names of, of legendary teams on it from the last, over, over the century. And there's someone there and it's full of window lean and, and they're just cleaning the, 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 change, the, the, the changing room windows. So they're washing them down with the, with the Liam McCarthy. Okay, go, hey, easy. Wash that out. Put that back. That's the Liam McCarthy Cup. It's not a basin. Do you know, I mean, we kind of know that like, these things deserve respect. These things deserve a certain amount of reverence. So the, re the problem isn't that we have things that deserve reverence. The problem is, is how we relate to those things. You know, so it's, it, it, it makes sense then that if, if the Eucharist is, is so special, doesn't even come close to describing it. If it's so, if, if, it's, God, if it's God himself, then only those who believe that it's God should receive it. And that's not that we think anybody uh, is somehow less. Everyone deserves reverence and respect. But, but if I don't believe that that's, that that's the Lord, then then I shouldn't receive him because I remember hearing once the, the, the discussion about like if we can go to Protestant masses and Protestants coming to our masses and so on and so forth or their services and our masses and the way it was described to me by, by a priest who lives in the north I thought it was very wise he said that out of reverence for what they believe it's not ideal for us to go to their services and out of reverence for what we believe it's not ideal for, for them to receive it's, if, if they don't believe it then but then, because receiving Holy Communion is a sign of just that, that I mean communion. But if I'm not in communion with your church, then what does Holy Communion mean? I'm not in communion. And if I go to their church and receive from their church, I, I'm, I'm not in communion with them. That's, that's no, I'm not, I'm not trying to drive a wedge now between anybody, but, but I'm, I'm not part of your church. I mean, we're friends. Yes, absolutely. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, yes. But I'm not part of your, I'm not part of your church. And that's, again, not just, I'm not being callous here or anything it's just it's just a fact I'm 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 Catholic that's, that's just the way I am so so we have so many aspects of our faith that deserve the utmost reverence remember in one of our missions in the Czech Republic uh, there was a, a a big monastery it was, it was built um, just before well, built, built a good while ago but during the war uh and afterwards, then uh, communists pulled in there and they used the chapel as their stable. And they used the holy water fonts as drinking troughs for the horses. You know, using something sacred, using a, a building built for a sacred purpose uh, as a shed, as a stable. Do not give dogs what is holy. Do not throw your pearls in front of pigs or they may trample them and then turn on you and tear you to pieces. It's a very, very dramatic expression. We have such treasures in our church that deserve the utmost of, of reverence. Just like in, in our families, there are so many, so many things, from family pictures, from graduation photos, from uh, special gifts that mark certain occasions and all the, so many things that in, in our families we show great respect towards. How much more, how much more does God deserve respect for everything he has done for us? How much more does he deserve wonder and awe 
and gratitude and humility. So as we approach the Lord today, as we receive him today, we don't do so, as, uh, as he mentions in the diary to St. Faustina, so many receive me as if I am a dead thing, an inanimate thing. We don't want to receive the Lord as if he's just a, a thing or just as part of the ritual. But we receive the Lord for what he is. This is God who wants to enter into holy communion with you. Lord Jesus, let us not receive you as a thing. Let us receive you as a person and enter wholeheartedly into this holy communion now and forever. <laughs>